0: Good morning, good evening, good night, everyone that are listening. This is Bud Talks Podcast, episode 321 from Mumbai. Looking over the airy colony of the Gregorian, Gorgorian, Gorgoyan, excuse me, suburb of Mumbai. I had a thought the other day. I wanted to kind of talk about a concept that's kind of been running through my mind. Kind of evolved around money, exchange, or currency rather. So I was thinking about this analogy of an exchange, a currency. Let's just call it money. I'm kind of gonna go back and forth as I explain this because I wanna make it as simple as it is for me. But so bear with me. Hold on. This is a rock. Put the seatbelt on. Um, there's some badass kids down there. Move the fuck out of the way. They all playing cricket. Anyways, so think about this. There's... kinda was some the... one of the generations, younger generations rather, that kinda kicked off this social media thing. And I'm talking about Myspace. Black Planet, excuse me. (laughs) I don't know if anybody remembers Black Planet, but Black Planet, I believe I was in middle school, maybe eighth grade, maybe going into high school and I had a Black Planet profile. This Black Planet was obviously for black people, but there were white people, there were Asian people. I believe there was also an Asian social media platform that came out. I don't know, I forgot what it was called, but MySpace eventually took over, I think around my junior year, senior year in high school. but this is kind of when social media was birthing AOL was jumping off as well people had IM's you know I had about 20 people maybe 30 uh, I, don't know, I forgot what they were called but basically people you would just talk to but I, I kind of think of the friends list you remember the top 8 or the top 12 or whatever you would have on MySpace I think uh, Black Planet had something similar but kind of moving along This idea of a social platform was also kind of a, I guess, the birthing of a social currency. So, fast forwarding 20 years today. Think about attention. Or, who follows you? Who pays attention to your shit? Whether it's good or bad or whatever. It's kind of like... The more followers you have, the more easier it is to sell something, to sell an idea, a product. Because obviously you have that engagement, especially if it's organic. And I say that's why people who f- buy, who purchase followers, whenever they sell something, it doesn't really convert because those followers aren't organic. They aren't real. They aren't really following you for the purpose of you, you know? They were kind of bought off. I don't know how that works but you can buy followers on Instagram or however likes on Facebook but let me take a step back think about this idea of social media when it first got started this is a new currency, this is a new level or a new platform of attention where people can kinda show their worth. Some people got on let's just jump into Facebook when Facebook was only really accessible to people who had either a university account or an email with an organization or corporate email address so this is uh, when Facebook was first being put out to people Uh, I think it was maybe 2007-2008 but if you remember if you had Facebook back then you had to have a university email or an email associated with the organization or corporation not everybody could just get on Facebook in the mid-2000s. When Facebook first came out Um, it was just available for certain, I guess, people. So I I was, when I went to UNLV, people don't know this. I went to University of Nevada, Las Vegas. I was finally able to get on to Facebook because I first went to Mount Hood Community College in Grushen, Oregon. But this is kind of this time when everybody was kind of seeing who's popular from a more abstract technological way because of social media. So here we are with Facebook and you know if you went to a university right after high school you know everybody in your dorm everybody on your whatever groups you joined in college you know this is kind of your level of this is your group i mean this is the people on your friends list so you have 500 friends i mean you're pretty popular if you got a thousand maybe you're popular in college but i remember seeing this for me when i first got to UNLV you know I, i was on a dorm but it was during the summer so not a lot of people knew me But I saw friends after high school who had a lot of friends, you know, from the dorm or just they were an athlete and it's kind of like their level of attention was high and so that whenever they would post something, they would get a lot of likes. So this is kind of this idea of the attention being spread out over a abstract level of, you know, this is the new currency. Um, Really showing my age because I remember this very vividly. You know, I wasn't popular so I was just happy to be on Facebook. And MySpace at the time was somewhat phasing out. Uh when I started to go to University of Oregon, I mean, I think I only had MySpace for like a year before I got rid of it and then went on to Facebook. And that's when I went to Eugene when I moved to Eugene, that's when my I guess you could say social currency started to grow. My social my the attention of, you know, Terrell on Facebook grew from who I was at UNLV because I knew a lot more people in Oregon. So that level of attention started to kind of grow the way I wanted it to grow when I was at UNLV. But think about, as some people just hop on to these social media platforms, they automatically have a lot of friends. They automatically have a lot of followers because that's just who they are. You know, like I was saying earlier, maybe they're part of a group, they're with an athlete. Well, let's kind of jump forward just for an example. You're a celebrity get on Facebook. When Facebook finally lets everybody on I think that was like late 2010 ish when everybody, or maybe it was 2007, 2008 when everybody was able to get on to Facebook then it was like okay who are the real popular people because immediately they would get on and it's like boom friend requests after friend requests. So you kinda of saw a change in this degree of attention and it really showed and and maybe this is not true for everybody because not everybody put themselves out there on a social media platform but generally speaking today I mean attention is a hell of a currency and if you can do a lot with the attention you have or you can at least engage from your followers or friends I mean you can do some damage on a, in a positive way in a, and also in a negative way this depends on where your heart is but either way social media has become a, a almost a currency platform for people that I can make it work for them but I uh, kinda of want to take a step back because it, it, it's almost as if like <laughs> think about social media was this like I was saying it's a, it was a, a currency platform where some people you know they were handed let's let's say it was a million dollars right and they didn't know what the fuck to do with it you know they put it in one hand and was like oh okay uh and then they threw it in the other hand didn't know what the fuck to do with the seal and whether you were popular and then you had you know a thousand friends or whatever immediately i mean you didn't know what the hell to do with it this is a new currency you don't know how to gauge it you don't know if it's going to be good or bad it's like crypto today like people don't not i don't think crypto is going anywhere but similar similar you know situation people don't know where crypto is going although i have all opinions about that but with social media back then no one really knew where social media was going but i think for people who really knew how to control it and knew what it was worth i mean like I said you have the people who just kind of got on social media and just was like okay cool there's an old friend here's a friend oh yeah he's a teammate he's a classmate let's request friends and it just grew or whatever and then you had people who would get on these social media platforms and their personalities flourished so we really see who these people are in a good way and a bad way we started to see a little bit more rage we saw influencers started to come out and then of course you have people who would make fun of the people who don't know what the fuck they were doing and I guess this is when, one like the cyberbullying kind of started but <laughs> that's a whole other conversation but then you have the people who really took social media seriously and here they are today with a million followers and they're kind of the new wave of celebrity they're the new wave of attention getters, I guess just call them influencers so you know they take advantage of the people who don't know what the fuck they're doing with social media and they may or may not collaborate with the ones who make fun of everybody on social media, the reactors and they partner up with everyone else who took advantage of the attention because they've had it for a while they had it since social media was popping since you know MySpace, Facebook let everybody on and I mean this is of like that new currency being set out to everybody and some people knew what the fuck to do with it and other people didn't it, it's kind of like the the thing where you know they say if you give everyone a million dollars it's going to end up in the <laughs> same hands as those who actually generated the one million dollars but nonetheless there's another part to this Kind of idea because think about it in a way that, for example, there's kind of a frequency of attention that people gravitate towards. So let's say, because I, I I say this because I remember when Will Smith first got on to I think it was either Twitter or Instagram and his follower count went up like Phew. once he got on it was a big deal. Like he had to, he didn't have to do anything to get followers. Obviously, we know Will Smith's. Three decades of show business from music to movies what all everything he's done so he immediately has a million followers in a week but then you have a nobody or maybe who's a av- rather average person like a let's call him Smitty Williams Smitty Williams is a regular college guy didn't really have too many friends he gets on these social media platforms. Maybe he gets on after everyone gets onto Facebook or Instagram or whatnot and he has a couple hundred followers from hometown, school, whatever. He's not Will Smith obviously. So if he wants to get a million followers what does he have to do? Well, Smitty Williams here. In a way he can get a million followers. It might take some time. But I was thinking about this the other day because obviously Smitty Williams is not Will Smith so if he wants to get on a level of Will Smith, Smitty Williams is going to have to almost demonstrate the same frequency or level of success Will Smith demonstrates so think about it like this and there's a benefit to this by the way because obviously people who gravitate towards Smitty Williams frequency or level of engagement however he chooses to do, whether he's funny, he has good advice or he's, I don't know, whoever however it may be but people can kinda see Smitty Williams go from 400 followers to 400,000 followers in five years and the benefit of that is you know Smitty Williams has a stronger foundation of people who might stand up for him at the end of the day because they've known him since he was somewhat of a nobody versus Will Smith who may just have you know his friends in show business which is a small population of people that might not be even vocal or stand up for him much um, and this is just a wild analogy there's probably holes in this but hear me out though there's a degree of benefit to allowing people to see your growth from 0 to 100 because your foundation out in the world is there so for example Will Smith fucks up <laughs> which he I wouldn't say he fucked up I just think he made a stupid rash decision but that's just how humans react in levels you know they don't really want to but imagine having to sit with that damned if you do damned if you don't but we can kinda see maybe where some pitfalls may have been for Will Smith you know uh, maybe this would not have happened if you know he jumps on this social currency With such high rate of exchange and that's a wild 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 I mean a very wild out there opinion of mine but the thing about it when comparing him to uh, uh, first nobody is Smitty Williams who kind of shows people how he's going to show his similar degree of frequency with Will Smith it's like okay Smitty Williams if you fuck up here early on when you have 400 followers, it's like how do you, you know, how do you make up for that? How do you come back from that? And I think Will Smith fucks up at such a high frequency or a high level of exchange on this social currency platform he's fucked because no one's really seen his other fuck ups except for maybe a small group of people and whether they're in Hollywood or in his I don't mean like Hollywood as in I just mean like show business people or people around him whether it's his uh, advisors, lawyers and even family members you know they're not going to put out publicly his shortcomings that we don't see on social media we don't see that I mean no one would have guessed this of Will Smith especially on a platform like the Oscars but you wouldn't do that anywhere anyway But Smitty Williams here, who, if he fucks up early on, he has such more of a, or excuse me, he has much more of a way to go anyway, in in terms of correcting that. So even if he does fuck up early, then fuck up late, it's really not that bad because people know that he can overcome that in a way. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I lost my point here, but I just think that there's a, there's a grave especially if Smitty Williams, by the way, can sustain that frequency despite fucking up in front of a small group of people um, because at least he fucks up when he has a high group of people following him with his social, social currency having been grown you know, over time I mean, at least people know that he's good for making up for it or he's consistent at being inconsistent so I think this whole social currency thing the level of attention is kind of a new way of exchanging ways of getting what you want I mean attention for attention attention sales by the way attention sales it's it's a growing currency from TikTok to Instagram fuck you and Facebook fuck them and Twitter which I like Twitter now but my whole point of this is if anybody wants to grow their social currency through attention you gotta be you and I'm not saying at a high frequency although that's very arbitrary, that's suggestive and it's also subjective but being yourself is actually quite difficult but it's essential it's very important because you have the far left people and I'm not talking about politics uh, I'm talking about just in general you have people who are just far left the very authentic the very I guess liberated individuals and then you have the far right people who are kind of like <laughs> mindful tyrants it's like they have rules around what they do and it, it's another level of authenticity but it's not really liberated in the sense that You know, they kind of give a fuck more than the liberated people on the left. And then you have the people in the middle. Who are kind of being with the flow. Whether that's, you know, reacting to trends, imitating trends. They're molding to something. They're kind of targeting an audience. So think of those three levels of liberated tyrants. Excuse me, not liberated tyrants, but liberated Authentic people and then you have your conservative Tyrants Who are authentic and kind of, you know, they they, Like I say, pursue an image Versus a liberated person who just doesn't really give a fuck They are authentic in their own way And then those who kind of Just Dance to the crowd And they all are on a certain level of You know, social currency Within a group I I would argue, but then you have that fourth kind of person who is not liberated, they're not conservative and they're not really dancing to any trends, they're not really going for an image either, they're more, I guess you'd say peculiar, you know, they're kind of their own currency they are their own rather exchange and for them it takes a very long time to grow their exchange rate because I mean when you are a rebel, a revolutionary or I guess you can say a someone who is so far out that they don't really fit in but at some point you do kind of get your groove somewhere with someone. It just takes a lot longer. but like I said being yourself if you're outside of the three I'm gonna use the word peculiar if you're peculiar and not liberated, conservative, or going with the flow or rather a drifter you are peculiar you are you it's hard but it's essential so that's the social currency that's the idea I was talking about so Shout out to Facebook when it was first just for college kids. And <laughs> MySpace, top eight, top 16. People would get jealous if you were like not in their top eight. And then people on Black Planet, you would put those like images in your profile background and if you had dial up, it would take forever to load up. And I remember celebrity, for rappers, whoever, they would have these fancy backgrounds with music and MySpace was the same and then Facebook was just so simple but 80s baby 90s raised me 2000 made me this is Bud Talks 321 123 good morning good evening good night everyone thank you bye bye